0: what you been doing why you ain't answering my calls you're never coming back here again you're done you're done with this shit and I had to pay the dude I had to pay Sergio be like I'm sorry bro like you know I I, hopefully I'll see you again
1: Welcome back to Absolute Culture, where we discuss everything to do with music, TV, series, anything to do with pop culture in general.
2: And today we have a very, very special episode. It's one I've been looking forward to having for quite some time now. We have a very special guest. Andre Masters is on the podcast, everybody.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's nice.
2: So, Andre, would you tell us a little bit about yourself for people that aren't really familiar with you?
0: Well, basically, I guess the most interesting part about me is that I I rap, I make music. Um, I grew up loving it, always have, always will. I mean, that's it, really. Other than that, I'm just a regular human being, I guess.
2: I don't know about regular, I guess. (laughs) I mean, you you do have quite an interesting style. I have really enjoyed your music. It's been very interesting seeing how you've you know like evolved mm-hmm. over the years and stuff um why don't you tell us a bit when did you start why did you start
0: well basically like i always i always had this thing i don't know how i got into it but i remember my earliest memories with with rap were when i was like seven eight years old i used to listen to eminem that was the first guy, because, you know, Eminem is Eminem. It's not like... Eminem, exactly, exactly. So it's not like... I, at eight years old, I would have been like, oh, let me go down this rabbit hole to see <laughs> what artists I can find and shit. It was just Eminem. And, uh, yeah, that was the first guy I got into. I remember going to, to a store and, and, like, buying everything he had released uh, up to that point in his discography. And... My parents just took it all away. <laughs> they just they they just didn't see fit that, you know, an eight-year-old is listening to such uh, blasphemy, if you will. So Do you they, remember which track caught your attention? It was uh it was the way I am. Um uh, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, it's on curtain call. I might be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Um And, yeah, I was, you know, it was just this, like, little angsty eight-year-old kid that thought he was being bullied at school. And so it was just, like, me listening to headphones, like, raging. I am whatever you say I am. (laughs) So, you know, it's... But, yeah, those those are my earliest memories with regards to rap. I didn't start because I was too lazy. Like, I was just this... I just, like, you know rhyme basic little stuff but other than that I was like too lazy to sit down and properly write I didn't do that until I was like 12 13 and it's because I was bored out of my mind that I did that like it would never have occurred to me that okay you know what I'm gonna sit down and write a song now I just did it because I had nothing else to do I had nothing else to do I was mad bored and so I just did it and then you know ever since I've just been going at it, and you know i've I've never really looked back from from that point on
2: was rap the first introduction to music you've had or did you start playing an instrument before
0: i mean i i used to i used to play an instrument I used to play the the guitar and shit um, <laughs> <laughs> but rap was definitely definitely the first sort of uh medium that took me into into music and stuff and you know it it's all like i i never really looked for anything else like up until up until i i grew up and matured and i realized that there's so much more not only not only in general like with regards to music genres and stuff but like so much more that rap itself incorporates with regards to other genres and how important they are to to come together with rap and hip hop to like um, you know improve the the fluidity if you will and just really show off the chemistry that rap has with, with other genres specifically like jazz for example um, but yeah the first one was was rap for sure
2: yeah do you what do you consider yourself as a rapper or more of an artist because you've released a, like you know many
0: many different genres yeah,
1: stuff, yeah.
0: Mm. Oh to be honest with you like i I just really think that first and foremost i i like to think of myself as like a, a a writer or 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 a poet you know like that's that's what i what i want to to give across to the people that that listen to me and shit like it's, it's cool like having the label of being a rapper and there's a lot of bravado behind it and you feel so special and people say oh he's a rapper it's so fucking cool but at the end of the day it's it's not anything like you know it, i'm just i'm just a guy that makes words rhyme and stuff like i'm not too phased by the label of being a rapper and like being super cool and like it's just whatever like i just do this thing that's people some people appreciate and this thing that actually helps me keep on going in in life you know it's it's much wider than just being a a rapper or whatever like that you know
2: yeah you you know what I find really interesting is if you look at your more early stuff okay your more early stuff let's say on Spotify like your first album your first EP so Mm -hmm. absorption Mm -hmm. more of a I'd say more trappy mainstream Mm -hmm. kind of album but uh, the more albums you you release, Caterpillar Express, mm-hmm. a little more personal. Mm-hmm. Distorted Dreams, quite. Mm-hmm. What would you describe that album to be?
0: Well, just to touch on your earlier point with regards to to like the me evolving with regards to what I what I choose to release and stuff like that on 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 social media and Spotify and streaming platforms, etc. Uh, before I before I get to Distorted Dreams. I just I came to realize that okay, it's 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 logical, you know, like being seventeen. I think I was seventeen when I, back in twenty nineteen, I was seventeen, and that project was released and stuff. And so it was still fresh, like everything was still fresh. People knew I rapped, but I I hadn't put together something cohesive for for people to actually like sit down and listen to, and could be can like start forming some sort of an opinion about. What I'm doing or who I am with regards to sure. to my to my career and stuff, if you will, um, and so with that in mind, I feel I feel like 17 year old me was was too focused on like giving a shit about other people's opinions with regards to what I actually put out and what I show people, and so absorption came out, and I decided to make it a, a sort of trap EP as my first one because. The, the, the first uh, part of my thinking behind it was the fact that it was it was summer. Like I didn't want to I didn't want to drop anything too you know relaxed, mellow, or sad or depressing. When it's summer, you know people want to go out and have fun. If they want to listen to the album, they want to turn up with their friends, whatever the case may be. Um, and looking back, I don't I don't really re- regret you know putting it out. It's a phase it was a phase it's over now I'm just moving on to to different things but it was fun like it, it's cool like every, every single little stage I've gone through with regards to to what I've released has, has taught me a lot about myself has helped me grow as as an individual and as an artist Um. but yeah going back to sorry going back to what you're saying about distorted dreams which is the most recent one which like if you look at absorption and basically everything else I re- I've released, but especially distorted dreams, it's like night and day with each other, you know. So the the reasoning there, there's no really particular reason behind it. Like I planned this out meticulously, like I'm trying to be some sort of you know deep god about wow I'm look at me and how much I've evolved. I'm so spectacular at being a rat. Like it's not about that. It's just me. It happened. Exactly, it happened, bro. Like. You, you you grow, you know, you grow up in age, life comes at you fast, you, and you evolve with the times, you know, whatever, whatever comes your way, you evolve with it, like decision making, consequences to those decisions that you take in your life, it's all, it's all a pathway that can sort of guide your inspiration into what exactly it is that you're trying to achieve, and also influences at the end of the day, what you write down on paper, because Everything is a journey, and if everything is a journey, and if what I'm basing my writing on is this journey that we call life, then obviously I'm gonna recollect all the stuff that has happened, then yeah. that I've been through. You know.
1: You said um, obviously this evolves, mm-hmm. evolved mentality.
0: Yeah. You've changed throughout the years. Do you see yourself going back to trap anytime? Bro, like this is the thing. It's like, like it's it's cool. It's cool to like dabbling in from time to time, like, I do have a few songs, like, locked up somewhere, like, waiting to be released that are trap songs and stuff, and, you know, I, like, when I play it to people that are actually involved with that sort of scene and actually, like, listen to that sort of shit, they tell me, like, it's like, I could still do trap permanently and it'd still be pretty fucking good, you know what I'm saying? But, this is the thing, it's like, if i if i drop trap it's only going to be because of like just just to add a little difference just as a reminder you know like i'm doing what i'm doing but boom here's this little sprinkle so that you remind yourself that i can still do this shit like it's it's no issue for me whatsoever you know but it's it's not really my priority like you know it, it goes back to to what what holds value to me with regards to like this whole rap thing you know
2: And i find that really really interesting how I, I, what i wanted to ask you before is what's important to you because you could have easily gone down this more mainstream route but you decided to do more stuff that you i guess enjoy doing yeah so what's important to you when writing music
0: i mean like the more i've grown this goes back to the absorption thing as well like and me being younger And doing more trap stuff And trying to Appease more people This is the thing It's like Mainly Mainly I just stopped Giving a fuck Like what people What people want It's not that I don't wanna I don't wanna please an audience I don't wanna give them something You know But I wanna give it to them My way I wanna give it to them In a way where I put them on notice With regards to What I can do But in my style Like I don't I don't have to do trap For For you to see And if I do what I do and you still don't see, then it's no issue. Like, you don't wanna listen to that sort of stuff, to the sort of stuff I put out, that's cool. Have a good day, we move on. Like, there's it's it's no hard feelings, you know? Cause at the end of the day, I know motherfuckers ain't gonna wanna listen to this shit if if they don't wanna listen to this shit. And it's like, I understand that it's a, a harder to listen to, it demands more of your your attention. And some motherfuckers just wanna listen to music to turn up and have a good fucking time and just Sing the same chorus twenty times a fucking a song, you know what I'm saying, um but yeah, like i'm just I'm just over that sort of thing, you know, I'm just doing my thing, like I'm not bothered by anybody or or anything like. It was. it's cool it's also cool to like write trap as well from time to time like it's cool you know you feel yourself it's you write something catchy you know you go with the with the flow and you just picture yourself you just picture people at a club let's say vibing out to it or whatever it's, it's a cool image but at the end of the day that's that's not what I'm here for like me personally like it's
1: not the long term goal exactly
0: exactly exactly and that's another point it's it's all about like legacy for me at the end of the day, you know?
1: It's interesting you mentioned that um a few days ago, kind of off topic. Mm -hmm. You you had posted on Instagram, you know, you removed those one minute Mm -hmm. tracks of you rapping. Mm -hmm. You wanna delve into that and explain a bit better.
0: Like bro, the thing is for people that know me and have followed me on Instagram, for those that haven't, I I used to do this like one one minute little snippets of songs that have already come out and I just rap over the instrumentals and shit like that. And uh, based on the song title, that would also be, like, what I'm basing my lyrics off of, rapping over that instrumental. But, yeah, I just deleted everything. There was, like, I had, like, 120, 130 of those. Um, and I deleted everything. It's not that I had this, like, little existential crisis or whatever. It's it's not about that. It's It's more so going back to, like, stopping myself from trying to appease people like I said in the story there's there's a lot of randoms and passers-by that have had access to my shit for far too long and me it goes back to self-worth like I may not have the most clout I may not be the most famous guy whatever the case may be but at the end of the day <clears throat> I know, oh shit I <laughs> at the end of the day at the end of the day I know who I am, I know what I'm doing, and so i'm not I'm not here trying to I'm not here posting my shit, and it's good stuff like lyrically because that's that's all I really care about at the end of the day and if I see the quality there, I'm not just gonna let it sit there for people that don't understand the message and don't see what it is that I'm trying to say, just for it to be exist on the internet and hope that somebody someday comes along to it like it goes back to like me putting shit out more meaningful shit for people that actually give a shit you know like okay. for people that are actually invested and whether whether those people are like 50 people or 100 people or 5 people at the end of the day if I got 5 people that are truly invested I don't I don't give a fuck about 150 200 300 people that are just like listen to it once double tap and then move on with the rest of their feed on, on Instagram, you know?
2: Yeah. And who'd you say are your aspirations,
0: inspirations? This is the thing. It's like, I've had a lot of inspirations over the years, but like, I've, I've, I've tried to, to like detach myself from that. Cause it's too easy with like, when you have inspirations or when somebody inspires you and you, let's say, in inverted commas, idolize that person. If you idolize that person, then it's too easy for you to, to to try. And naturally it happens. It's not because you want to. Exactly. It's too easy for you to try and it just happens that you you replicate this dude when, in fact, I, I got to be mean. Like, I, I sort of gotta be my own biggest inspiration because i'm i'm trying to inspire myself it's cool i got these people in the back of my mind yeah like these people are dope and they've done x amount of numbers and they've done you know x amount of albums that i consider to be great but that's not what i'm basing what i'm doing off of you know like it's i gotta i gotta separate myself from that to actually like find myself and be myself so yeah, that yeah, people yeah, actually sure. you know let's,
1: rephrase let's say uh who are those let's say three artists who you mm-hmm. really enjoy listening to like not inspiration not trying to replicate mm-hmm. anything you're just listening to
2: listen you
0: know i mean it. Ch- it changed it changed over the years because over the years like we say like growing happens maturing happens so obviously uh, listening habits change as well, you know, with yeah. with regards to what I'm into, what I feel like listening to. Um, back in the day, like I said, it was Eminem. Then going deeper into it in the beginning, when I was like 14, 15, and just starting out and didn't know that much about this rap shit, it was J. Cole and Kendrick, you know, the typical mm-hmm. stuff. Then Mac Miller came along and shit like that. Um, but yeah, now in, in, in hindsight, like Those people paved the way in a way, but I've sort of branched out and gone down this other rabbit hole of rap that has really, like, opened my eyes in the sense that has really allowed myself to to truly see that even what I'm trying to do has value with regards to, to lyrics and stuff because these people, this is their emphasis on that sort of stuff, you know? So I'm just... That's why I, I always play like even even my girlfriend is like bored of my playlist and shit like I play the same shit in the car. She vibes to it like she likes it a lot, you know, we listen to the same shit, but at the end of the day it's like it's the same shit about lyrics, about lyrics, about lyrics, you know what I'm saying? So but it is what it is like it, it's it, even if I memorize every song off of my playlist that I listen to every day, for example, it's it still means much more to me than potentially like listening to some other shit that I don't really like care about or vibe with, you know.
2: So do you listen to you listen to music more for for the lyrics, you know, for this
0: experience, or do you ever just put music as background? I mean, music, like, okay, you guys have known me like for for years now, like. Um, music has never really been a background thing for me, you know? Like, it's... Like, I I don't remember a day during school where I didn't walk around with my headphones, whether they were around my neck or I was actually wearing them. I don't remember detaching myself from my headphones, like...
1: Those were big headphones. <laughs> 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 That's, what
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it, I, I understand, like, people that that listen to, to music and put it on in the background because it helps them relax, you know, just doing some other stuff and just let it play in the background, whatever. But, and it's not like I haven't done that. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, pretend that I, I only listen to music to be serious about music. You know, it's it's not about that, like, but I'd say, I'd say like a solid 95% of the time when I listen to music, I listen to music to like sit down and, and listen to music. Like even when I'm in the car, listening to shit, I always catch, like, I I also listen to it, like, for educational purposes as well, with regards to, to my craft, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of shit you can, you can learn from these people, because, you know, they're, they're masters of their craft and shit, so, I'm, I'm just listening, trying to find any sort of thing that I can, like, whether it's, whether it's a new word, like, something as simple as that, you know, that I can somehow incorporate in my stuff, and, and just, go on a little tangent of my own when the time comes on a song. Um, but yeah, it's it's not for background. Like, I'd say I listen to music like, with a purpose, you know what I'm saying? Like,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to delve a bit into your experience of your first recording. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really interesting to talk about. I haven't heard the story before.
0: See... Um, so what happened was, before, before I recorded for the first time, um, I just finished, I just got done with, like, my first performance ever. And that was at my old school's, like, um, talent show and stuff. And after finishing, like, a lot of people... Came up to me, said this, that, whatever, you know, you're so good and stuff. It was trash. Like
1: <laughs> it, was, it was
0: like, it was like, it was okay, but it was like shit you'd expect a 13 year old to write, you know what I'm saying? It was pretty basic stuff, but like, you know, people still egged me on, didn't try to kill my confidence or whatever, tell me I was shit or whatever. Um, and after the show, I I bumped into like um a couple of, of older guys that uh have been or were in the scene for like uh quite some time and I knew that they were because some people had showed me their stuff before and they were like, Do you know these people? And like I don't I don't really want to name drop, but um yeah, basically I went up to them and they were like, Yo, your shit is tight, you know, this, that, the other. Where can I record? And so they hooked me up with, uh, with Sergio at uh, Outlaw Studios. Shout out, Sergio, my guy.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: and ever since, yeah, like, I, I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I released my first song on SoundCloud back in, it was December 6th. Yeah, December 6th of 2016. So it's been a while. It's been a while.
2: And your first song is actually one of my favorite songs.
0: Yeah, you keep I can, going.
2: I can like rock it right. No, no, no. Now. Let's, let's not do that.
0: Let's not do that. Um, but the experience of recording for the first time, I didn't. I didn't know like, like I got addicted. Like I, I finished the track, and then it was. Um, Sergio mixed and mastered it. He sent it over my way, and in the moment, like because it was all I knew, I was I was just feeling like the shit. Like I was like, this is good. It's a song about depression, but all things all things considered, It it was good. It was good, and like I don't remember if this is the first time I recorded or like the second time or whatever. Like this is this is not to like hate on my dad or whatever, but what happened was, you know, I tell him I want to record. You know, he thinks, oh, this kid rapped at a talent show one time. Now he thinks he's the shit. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, But, you know, he just drops me off at like a random studio with a guy he's never met before. And, you know, the recording took a while. I wasn't answering my calls because I was super focused. Phone was on flight mode. I'm not talking to anyone right now. I'm in the mode, I'm in the zone. And uh, I finished the song. And dude comes banging on the fucking door of the studio, acting super concerned. He was shouting, "Where the fuck you been? What you been doing? Why you ain't answering my calls? You're never coming back here again. You're done. You're done with this shit." And I had to pay the dude. I had to pay Sergio. Be like, "I'm sorry, bro. Like, you know, I, 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 hopefully I'll see you again." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was the walk of shame back into the car. Then I was home got the lecture you know the standard lecture leaving you with strangers how can i do this I, how could you do this to me why are you not answering my phone <laughs> you know but it is what it is like i have no complaints like looking back it was it was what any what any uh good parent would do would be concerned about their you know it's it's logical i would say but it's yeah but it's it's funny looking back now It's quite cool.
2: addicted to the feeling you say
0: yeah bro yeah it's so
2: how many songs have you recorded overall <laughs>
0: Shit, man, I, I I've genuinely lost count. Like, I I'd have to, I'd have to say I'm somewhere in the in the two hundreds now. You
2: you've recorded two you recorded <laughs> two hundred or you've written two hundred.
0: No, no, no. I've recorded I, I've recorded two hundred, but I've like written double. It's maybe triple that. Oof. How many have been released out
1: of those two hundred?
0: Like a hundred, a hundred and a hundred and forty, a hundred and fifty. I have a, I have a lot of stuff that's still unrecorded. I have a lot of stuff that's still unreleased. Like, I, I think I have something like 30 songs waiting to be released, and they're just sitting there because I'm a lazy fuck. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, like, because this is the thing. It's, it's not about, it's never been about, like, uh, maybe in the back of my head I've always wanted to, you know, make it uh, in inverted commas again because that's a very broad idea. Making it, uh, but what it boils down to, like really, is that I've never, I've never really like that's never been my my focus. You know, like if that happens, that's only going to be a bonus to like what I what I actually want to what i actually want to do which is just you know make music and the reason that i make music a lot of people make music with the hope of making it a lot of people want to make music because they want to make it whereas with me and and other people that i actually respect in this culture is they make music because they have to make it you know they make music because it it's it's a form of it's a form of liberation you know it's like it's more than it's more than just like having some sort of hobby where you know, where people talk about, oh yeah, it's good to do this in your free time to take your mind off things and stuff like that. But it's it's never really been like that. It's it's all just been like I I do this shit because it's like all I have. Like I thought I was I thought I was a good basketball player, I thought I'd be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But you know, you stop growing when you're fourteen <laughs> and your prospects aren't looking too good for that. So it just took a different direction and ever since, like, it's it's just been full throttle and it's it's an amazing feeling, you know, to be to be able to do what I do, to be able to express myself in the way that I express myself. I mean, not just for me, but to also have that sort of reciprocation from people that actually see it and like genuinely appreciate it you know
2: Yeah, I know you have a track about this but would you like to tell us a little bit about your first performance as well
0: my first performance bro I'm I'm telling you my fucking chubby ass (laughs) got up on that stage with the most basic fit in human history I thought I was the dopest motherfucker ever (laughs) I thought I was the coolest guy but I, I really wasn't. I really wasn't. I was just this dude has going up on stage, you know, like, try let me do my thing, you know. But at the end of the day, I just did this song that I wrote, and I thought it was so cool, I was writing it. I, I came up with this pun. came up with this pun when I was writing it, and I was like, yo, I'm fucking sick, man. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it was nice, because the, the thing about my first performance is, like, it was nice because it was a, it was in a school setting, you know, like it was people that I, that I'd grown up with basically people that I knew from all across the years, like whether it be younger or older, I always liked to fucking be a pain in the ass and try to mesh with the older kids for some reason. Uh, But yeah, like I just got up there. People really supported. Like it was, it was super cool. It was super cool. Like that really, that really like, was the decisive, I'd say it was the decisive moment with regards to, like, me actually sitting down and taking it seriously. Like, because, like, if you remember, I told you I was lazy about it back in the day before I actually got to writing. And then getting on stage, performing, and seeing that sort of response from people, whether they know shit about rap or not is irrelevant, you know? Like, it's just the fact that they they cheered for, for a 12, 13-year-old kid that just openly exposed himself like that to you, you know, and the way that he did. It's it's like heartwarming stuff, you know, for for me at least yeah. looking back. It was Did nice. you end up
2: releasing that track?
0: No. <laughs> no. Is
2: there a way that we can read the track or see the track somewhere?
0: I I think it's on my Facebook. I think it's on my Facebook, but you'd have to do scrolling back to April of twenty sixteen. So even even when I did the the performance, like it took me eight months to actually like put out a song um, but yeah is somewhere on Facebook I should probably look into deleting it
2: <laughs> April 2016 so six years ago more than six years yeah, ago yeah bro yeah and uh, I think it's pretty good that you can you know look back at yourself and be able to to critique yourself in such a way and be honest about it because there's a lot of people that might you know try not to see the reality of things
0: like it. you mean yeah I mean I mean Bro, if I swear, if I got on here and told you that my shit from 2018 was good, like I'd I'd personally ask you to fucking slap me in the face <laughs> as hard as you possibly could, and that's not to shit on my past self. Like that, this is what I was about to say. Like in the moment, back in that time when I dropped th- that specific song and let's say every specific song up to that moment, I really felt. Like from the bottom of my heart, I really felt the the improvement in every track. Like, as weeks went by, as I kept writing and stuff like that, so in that moment, I felt like, oh shit! Like this is dope. Like I'm I'm really good at this. But now it's like five years past, and I'm like, okay,
1: it's a learning curve.
0: Exactly, exactly. So it, it, you're the evolving exactly like- exactly it, it all everything everything with regards to like this whole rap shit comes back full circle in one way or another, you know, it's, it's just life, you know. Mm
2: -hmm. And you've come quite a long way. So I would just, I, I, I think it would be nice if maybe you should, you could give some advice to, you know, new beginners, maybe people trying to get into this whole space.
0: I mean, like at, at the end of the day, you know, if, if you want to do this shit, if you feel it, like if, if you feel like, being a part of this of this culture and like you know of this release is for you and you feel like you need it and once you give it a go it actually does give you that release then just go ahead and do it but either way you should just do whatever the fuck you want to do you know what i'm saying and this goes broader than, than than music or or the arts or whatever like once you find something, like, it's it's cliche as shit because no matter how many interviews I watch, motherfuckers keep talking about this shit, like, never give up on your dreams. Like, it's some bullshit, but it's the truth, you know? Like, at the end of the day, if you got something that, no matter how unrealistic is considered by some, like, at the end of the day, you put your mind to it, you can do it. Like, it's, it's just simple as, and the proof is in the pudding from other people that have done it. Like, motherfuckers... why why do you think it's a cliche because everybody talks about never give up on your dreams and somehow they're on a fucking stage at the grammys or some shit like that it's because they never fucking gave up on their dreams and actually did the work that they needed to do to get up on that fucking stage and win the goddamn grammy it's not like they just got up luckily and never give up on your dreams man this happened with a hundred percent luck like it's not how it works like if motherfuckers tell you to never give up on your dreams and put in the work you need to put in, then just put in the fucking work if you want to, you know, achieve something. Or if it's not about achieving something, just do it to to give yourself that completion that you need in your life, you know, that release that actually sets, sets you free. It doesn't even have to be about no accolades or some shit like that, you know?
2: How uh, self-confidence and self-belief, how important do you think that was in this whole journey and bro it's it's everything
0: t- to this day like i like it's so easy it's so easy these days to like be distracted by numbers like everything everything people throw at you is just numbers like spotify how many million monthly listeners does this guy have how many monthly listeners does the other guy have and it's super easy to like allow yourself to be distracted by that and you know let it let it bring you down somewhere or another. Or why does this guy have a hundred thousand plays and I only have like two hundred overall? Like at the end of the day, it's like if I know who I am, if I know the quality that I'm putting out, if I know that my shit is good, and what, or, or at least what I feel is good, and I'm releasing what I feel is good, then there should be should be no no care or doubt with regards to how I go about what I choose to drop. You know what I'm saying? Like it's everything like to this day, six years in self-confidence and self-belief because it's, it's who I am, bro. Like if I'm telling you like, if I'm telling you that I'm going to make it per let's say, I mean people, people can't have people can't have long-term goals and and ideas uh and want to work towards something long term without having the long term patience that's required in order to get there so it's like motherfucker's motherfucker's want to be the best at piano start playing the piano and then the next day expect to be fucking beethoven or some shit like that you know what i'm saying when it it just doesn't work like that like i've been at this shit for 6 years but like i said it's like Six years plus. But like I said, it's not... It's not for the sake of making it. It's because I believe in myself. It's because I know what I'm destined for. Like, when you know something, you see it. You know it's done. Like, there's... It's it's just this unwavering sort of uh, mentality that you're always on. Because motherfuckers can't touch this. Like, this is me. I'm, if If people don't think that I'm the best... I really don't give a shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just doing what I have to do to put myself where I have to put myself and where I've seen myself and where I've visualized myself being. And that's another thing. It's like visualization. Like, You've you got to see yourself there so that you already have an idea with regards to, to where you want to get to, so that you push towards that and know that you have to put in the work that's required in order to get there.
1: All right. Well, let's take a bit of a darker turn. Mm-hmm. Was there a time where you doubted yourself? Of like, course, and, bro. And to the point where, like, it was you had to actually fight back.
0: Of course, bro. Of course, Tell like,
1: us about
0: that. like it's it's nat it's natural to course, yeah. to to doubt yourself. You know, like everybody everybody thinks they're they're hot shit until something happens, something takes a turn, and all of a sudden. They can't pick themselves up from whatever they're dealing with, but I think the reason I managed to to like get out of that sort of um, mindset of doubt is because I took it back to the idea of why am I why am I even doubting myself if I'm not doing this to make it for me personally because it's like. If I'm doubting myself, it means that my end goal is making it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm doubting myself. When in in reality, that's not why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know, like we said. So it's like I had to snap out of that for a second and be like, all right, what the, what the fuck is this? Like, why are you doubting yourself if this is you? Like, you, like, rap is you and you are rap, you know? Like, there's no two ways about it what's there to doubt yourself it's just a matter of what what's what's affected me more rather than doubt is uh, over time is sort of like been been writer's block you know like trying to find some shit to write of of substance like sometimes i put a lot of pressure on myself with regards to to what i put down on paper and that's why a lot of the shit remains unfinished or unrecorded or stuff like that it's because not because i'm a perfectionist because the end of the day, that's that's hypocrisy. Like wh- whatever I write is just like a reflection of the emotions that I'm feeling at that moment in time and what I'm dealing with at that moment in time. But if I'm not satisfied with with the way it's it's like laid out on on paper, then I I can't I I just Confident. exactly I can't put it out there for myself for myself, not for anybody else because it's like. If I know I can do better,
1: what's the
0: point? What's the point? I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna move on to what's next. Mm-hmm. If I wrote a song and let's say it goes to waste, I don't care. It was just. I look at every song of mine, especially when when I when I try to try to focus on the lyricism. I look at every song of mine as like a a stream of consciousness. You know, like I write it. I don't mm-hmm. think about it too much. I just write whatever comes to my mind, lay it out in you know, in in that way, in a way that sounds cohesive and is like a sounds like a rap song basically. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um But yeah. I sort of forgot what we were talking about. I went I went into doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh doubt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I got stuck in a bit of a in a bit of a loop. Um but yeah, it's, it's mostly writer's block rather than rather than actually doubting myself. But I like I snap out of it because at the end of the day, it's. I've been saying that a lot, bro. I just noticed, <laughs> uh, because you know, being being a um, being a writer, being a poet, whatever you want to call me, I'll always find a way to to go back to to write something because it's. It's naturally who I am as a person. It's, it's my safe haven. It's it's my escape, you know. And whenever I need to escape, it'll always come back, regardless of whether if shit's not working out at that moment in time, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, your first album, mm-hmm. uh, I forgot its name, Caterpillar Express. Yeah, right. Uh, I think it's one of the most unique albums I've actually uh mm-hmm. come across mm-hmm. like that i'm not trying to like you know yeah like, yeah, yeah but <laughs> it, it's true like i do believe it, that uh, it's actually really unique uh could you tell us just a little bit about about it?
0: like i wish I, I wish i was i was better okay not i wish but like it would have been cool had i been better at, at rapping than what i was not that i was bad better at rapping than what I was when I released it in the sense that looking at myself now and my pen game now and what I'm writing now if I could rewrite it and if I could turn if I could be turning 18 now and have the knowledge and the skills that I have with rap now I would have been much happier with the end product of of Caterpillar Express but with that being said I feel like I'm cool with that not being reality though cuz it's me, it's raw, I was 18, I just turned 18, that's the story, that's who I was when I was 18, and that was like the autobiography up to that point, so that was myself at my realist, at me, you know, being my most vulnerable self and and, and just, you know, putting out a, a body of work that, you know, and then... May not be considered uh, good, let's say, but or excellent. But it's still me, like it's still of time. exactly. And like I, I really thought, like looking back, I really think that the concept behind it was interesting in the sense that you know you have you have Caterpillar Express. I don't know how I thought of it. I don't remember how I thought of it, but
2: I do. I think I did. Yeah? The, the caterpillar because
0: yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that but like before that like how it how that even came oh, to be you know what i'm saying yeah but like the sorry to cut you off the, the idea the idea behind it was like you know going from a caterpillar to a butterfly like Going from being a kid to an adult and turning eighteen—that's why I dropped it when I was eighteen. Ideally, I would have liked to drop uh, to have dropped it on my birthday, but shit didn't work out, so I dropped it like uh, a month later or some shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, that was the that was the concept. So I went from before I was born to how my parents met to how my mom almost almost uh, almost aborted me back when I was uh, a fetus. Mm-hmm. Uh, To um, you know, my my dad's village being occupied and basically how I came to be up until the point I was eighteen and how life brought shit together so that I could have ended up where I was at that point, you know?
1: You see yourself developing that idea and doing it maybe in four years' time again, and like, you know, telling the story from eighteen to let's say twenty-four.
0: Bro, I just... I think it... Honestly, I think it take away from... The uniqueness. Yeah, I I guess. I guess. Not to, like, suck myself off or whatever, (laughs) you know? Like... But... It would take away from it because that's the whole concept. Like, caterpillar to butterfly, kid to adult. Like, from 18 to 24, I'm just still going to be an adult. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, But... What I would like to, to expand on is like um, and, and go more into in depth and in detail is actually like the the Turkish occupation mm-hmm. over Cyprus, which I touched on, I think it was the second or the third track. It's called Little Village. Uh, and it basically goes through, like I, I, asked, I asked my dad and my uncle what they remember of, of the day of the invasion and the days that followed and the weeks that followed, for example, and that that's what I wrote the song. Uh, that that was my basis uh, of the song, and I really want to want to expand that broader for 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 the Cypriot people, you know, as an
1: album,
0: as an album, as a whole album. Because at the end of the day, people, there it is again. People like within Cyprus and Turkey and like a few countries here and there, like Greece know or at least think they know what exactly happened back in 1974 and know a brief history of cyprus and that we're occupied in this that and whatever the people that truly know are really the the cypriots and the the turkish cypriots and stuff like that you know and people that went through it those are the people that actually know because it's their life it's what they've known it's you know it's how they grew up basically unfortunately as things came to be um but that's it. Like, people that truly know, that's it. And so what I'm trying to do is at least shed some light on on, on the matter so that if if I get to a point where I have some sort of recognition, pe- people can know how, like, understand, like, how fucked up the situation is between, you know, all this shit, basically, like, you know. Um, and yeah, bro, like, I'm, I'm just trying to address that And in a much deeper way so that people actually have a a better idea with regards to what's going on on this island rather than just either finding out or just knowing that Cyprus is occupied and they're split into two sides, you know. So I'm just trying to gather as much information as possible um, so that I can actually start laying it out and making it into into an album and, and tell the story. Uh, I haven't really decided how that's going to be done, if I'm going to do it from the perspective of an individual or something like that, but, you know, it's it's in the works, and I just want to collect as many sources and details as I can because you, you, you can't possibly tackle a topic like this and try to make an album from it if you're not read up on your shit and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because sure. then if it gets out eventually it's just You'd be called out if you it's that. not a, yeah that but it's also about like it's it's embarrassing bro like you know like how do you not know the history of of your own country and what your your people have went through you know what i'm saying like here you are pretending to be this deep ass fucking rapper but you're you making a whole fucking album I and mean, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about on the album that involves which is literally the everything Cyprus has been based on since that year. I spoke. I mm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to collect whatever I can it takes to time. yeah yeah bro yeah. I ideally ideally I wanna I wanna drop it in 2024, mm. and I wanna drop it on the day of the invasion. Uh, so it's exactly 50 years. Oh, okay. After, after the invasion, you know
2: respectable.
1: Yeah. I like
0: that idea. Thank you. Appreciate that.
2: <laughs> so that was the first album. Mm-hmm. And the second album, Distorted Dreams, which we touched upon mm-hmm. just a bit. I just remember the first reaction I had of uh, the album. You dropped it. Mm-hmm. I went on Spotify. Exactly. You dropped it at 12. Yeah. I remember I was in the car, 1201. I went on Spotify to listen to it. And I see the the cover. Mm-hmm. The um, How's it called? yeah 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 and that just caught my attention yeah what what you it's a painting right yeah, tell us a bit about the this painting
0: i mean it's it's an oil painting that um i did with the help of uh of a friend <laughs> 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 uh, yeah <laughs> um but yeah, like, I, I've i always, like, for some reason, I always keep going back to, to the point of, man, I wish I could draw. Man, I wish I could draw. Like, that's a thing of mine, like, because I, I really want to get into art somehow, like, and, and potentially, like, draw more stuff. And then this opportunity presents itself. I'm like, shit, like, I got distorted dreams. I don't know what the album cover will be. I don't know how I can poss- possibly. Try somehow convey the message of the album through the album cover, uh, but fuck it. Let me just let me just try to like do my own thing and paint paint it myself for for the first time to to see what it's like like to have that experience of like shit like you know I this is also another uh, expression of me through this album as well so it's not just spoken word but it's also like the uh the artistic element behind it with regards to to the album cover you know so it really it really made me it made me feel good about myself like you know it i feel like a part of it was dropping the music and the other part was also like the release of doing the album cover myself and having full artistic uh, freedom to to do what I want to do with regards to that. Yeah. I
2: remember um, you once broke it down to me. Yeah. Uh, have you ever done that on Instagram or something?
0: No. Could you maybe yeah, yeah. explain a bit? If I can remember.
1: I put up a picture. Yeah, yeah. Me when
0: we post. I mean, it's, it's meant to be, you know, it's it's abstract you probably won't understand <laughs> 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 it's no 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 it's meant to be uh it's it's basically meant to be like a, a vase with like flowers and the the petals on on the one side are are wilting and on the side which they've wilted you can see another flower sort of uh blooming and and, and growing in the background um so it's it's all about like no matter what you're going through, there's always uh, regeneration, you know. And yeah, like, it's it's a vase, but it turns into a dude with a mustache and some eyes, basically. Like, I don't want to give too much away. Like, you know, it's, it's nice to, to leave it up for interpretation for the people to actually decide whatever the fuck they want it to be, you know. Like, they might not see the vase. They might not see the person. It doesn't matter. Like, it's there. It's... It's a bit of a mess, but I think it's cool. So
2: before painting it, did you have an idea of what you wanted to paint or do you just express yourself?
0: I just expressed myself, honestly. I just left it there. I was I started off, here you go. I started off and then as I went along, I just continued like uh it was sort of an an in-the-moment sort of thing. It wasn't like planned out. I was like, okay, let me add this element and then let me go to here, and then as it progressed. You know, that's how it happened. Just like adding little bits and details and what I noticed and like having this idea pop up in your head and like, okay, let's do this and then let's do that. And it's just all a a matter of progression.
2: It's a very interesting album. I think the the choice of instrumentals Mm -hmm. is actually quite interesting. Do you want to talk about certain tracks that maybe delve, delve a bit deeper for your listeners?
0: I mean like at the to be to be honest with you like this is a this album to me is like uh like in my in my personal life I've 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 at least in my eyes I've messed up quite a bit like with regards to to a lot of relationships uh, the way I the way I handle situations with people and you know uh whether it be also academically failing a lot you know like not living up to my potential in that sense and like letting just basically a lot of letting people down like this this in some way is for me what the album is about in the sense that you know just just trying to just trying to build myself up after ruining myself in my eyes and you know the environment around me basically like and you know just trying to fix relationships and shit like that like trying to be trying to be a better human being overall um i still fail to this day so be human yeah i guess <laughs> um but yeah i, I don't really want to want to go too deep into like a, a a track or whatever like i just want People to have it with their own interpretation, and whoever wants to listen to it to go in without any like uh predispositions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do a quick fire. Okay, because
1: we're reaching the hour mark. Of okay, usually do. So, any future project upcoming? Yes. You want to talk about? Yes.
0: Okay. Go on. Um. Remember how I said like I got a shit ton of tracks with like stuff, yeah. yeah like. I I gotta put some shit together and like drop an album. You know what I'm saying? Like I I can't have them there forever. Um, it's just a matter of like finding a way to to connect all of it and seeing if I can come up with something, whether it's an EP or a, or a full length album or something. Uh, something specific that I have been working on actually. Uh, that's is this um is this EP? But it's like it's like blues rap. So it's like a, a lot of keys you know just a lot of jazzy influences basically specifically for that one um but yeah generally i got a lot of shit that i got to put together to actually like put out a any
1: idea on dates months
0: anything bro d- definitely definitely like could be could be by the end of this month okay could be yeah end of this month beginning of july i certainly want to drop something because to be honest with you i've I've like really been slacking and that's something that's something i want to change like if i got shit waiting like why just wait on it like i'm just gonna keep dropping shit until the end of the year like i made up my mind because at the end of the day it, it also uh it also plays a role with regards to the pressure that i put pressure that i put on myself with regards to my writing so it's like I don't need to write right now because I got 30 tracks waiting for me so it doesn't really matter like mm-hmm. where in reality it shouldn't really be like that it should just be like I don't care how many tracks I got I'm still as hungry as ever I still want to do what I do as best as I can do it and I'm just going to keep dropping shit consistently um, so now I want to sort of lift that a cushion that I've had and just throw it away so that I can put whatever unreleased stuff I have exactly and just start fresh because I feel like it's, it's been holding me back, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, before we end off, I'd like to ask you one last question. Yep. Yeah. Which is, what is your vision for the future mm-hmm. and what does long-term success mean
0: to you? Bro, my, my vision for the future... Honestly, honestly, bro. Like the the remember the influences and the the idols and the people we were talking about before, yeah. like at the beginning. The vision is uh, me actually becoming friends with them. You know, like like in my mind, it goes back to self confidence and self belief. Like I I I don't I don't talk about this a lot because I know it's easy for people to to misunderstand and. Because they, they think about the numbers again, like going back to like, oh, he's arrogant. Because there's a fine line between like being self-confident and being arrogant. And then you have another person's perception telling you, oh, you're arrogant because they don't understand your self-confidence. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm just, I see myself being friends with the people that I look up to because I put myself in that category with them. I can have 200 monthly listeners. You can have 600,000, a million. I don't give a fuck. Let's Let's get that straight like sure you have great projects i respect you obviously you know your shit you're great at what you do but i keep the same energy about myself you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day no matter how many people listen to my shit i write my shit Mm -hmm. like i know where it's come from i know what i say i know every single little detail that i that i squeeze into a into a song and this we're talking about lyrics now with regards to to lyrics um and it's not about like feeling myself or like you know trying to be trying to act like I'm arrogant like I I, th- I think of myself as a pretty humble guy like at the beginning like i just saying I'm just a guy that writes poetry you know but when it comes time for me to own up to my shit and be like yo this is it like this is me I step up to the plate you know cause it's it's my job it's like what I do you know Exactly. Um,
1: um, and, um, last thing, yeah. yeah. Tell us about your upcoming big event, which
0: you know, bro. It's this is the thing. It, I'm I'm excited about it. Obviously, I'm really excited about it. Um, but it's it's not like it's not like the steps in the right Exactly, the road. exactly. That's all I look at it as. Okay. Like I'm I'm not. I'm not trying to like big myself up too much because at the end of the day, still, it's it's not an 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 environment in which I feel most comfortable, you know, because it's like going there with the expectation of performing, let's say, trap songs or more trendier songs rather than songs that I actually That's wanna That's what you want to perform. Bro, that that is what I will be doing, like you know That's what I'm saying. Design. Sorry.
1: That's the deal
0: you made with them. Was that just something you decided? No. Oh wait, we're talking about the the performance still. Uh, no, I, I gotta I gotta adhere to to you know club policy and shit like that and we're just. About to reveal where. where it's... Yeah, bro, is Guava Beach Bar Limassol? It's a nice place. Join us. Uh, I think it's Wednesday the 29th. I'm just doing that. It's cool. It's amazing. It's a great opportunity. Um, but if we're go- if we're talking about like end goals and shit like that, like like I said, I just I just want a room full of people, two hundred, three hundred people. It doesn't even have to be like twenty thousand at a re- at an arena or some shit. I just need three hundred people in a room, smoking, drinking and rapping lyrics back at me that I wrote in my room when I was like 19 20 years old you know what I'm saying that's all I need and you know going around Europe doing so mm-hmm. that's it really like I don't give a fuck about anything else and you could keep the thousands you can keep the, the hundreds of thousands of millions of people that want to listen to whoever they want to listen to if if I got if I got 2,000, 3,000 people that fuck with me for real, I'm set, bro. I don't need nothing else. Like, I don't, I don't need all that extra shit, like, of being famous and, like, walking down a red carpet and, like, look at me. I'm so cool and handsome. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, that's just to boost people's egos. And it's like, in reality, we are nothing.
1: <laughs> all right, well,
0: do you want to shout out to Yeah. Uh, it's Andre Masters, underscore. No surprises there. I, funny, funny story about my my Instagram, bro. It's been years. It's been years I've been trying to remove that underscore and just go with Andre Masters. What but
1: Andre Masters
0: that's what I'm. Listen to me. This is the thing, bro. This dude, some homeless guy <laughs> from I, I don't know where. Has four followers, I think, and one post from 2012, bro. (laughs) And I have a fucking underscore on my fucking Instagram because of this. Bro, I'll show you this guy. I'll show you this guy right now, bro. This guy's a joke. I swear to God. Andre Masters, wherever you are, fuck you, man. (laughs) (laughs) This dude, bro. Hold on. Let me show you this guy. I don't even fucking know. Look at this. One post, zero followers, three followers. April oh my. April twenty. like who the fuck is this guy bro? <laughs> like who the fuck is this guy one comment that's it that's it but yeah it's, it's, it's fine it's whatever we're not phased about it it doesn't doesn't really matter and shit it's cool so yeah as he said uh, Guaba what's
1: the day remind me 29th Wednesday 29th
0: Wednesday
1: so I think that rounds up the episode hmm yeah, so thank you for listening to Absolute Culture. Please review us on all platforms, whatever wherever you're listening, and goodbye.